Dun, 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 dun. What's up, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls? Welcome to Friday night, 5 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, your place for the unfiltered experience where we help you expand your mindset, grow your confidence, and have a kick-ass life. I am Christopher Roush, your No Excuses Coach, and I'm joined here by the beautiful... I'm Scott Goyette, and I'm on a temporary, really short vacation, but I could not miss this for the world, Christopher. You're always on fucking vacation, dude. You're in Colombia, you're in Singapore, you're in Costa Rica, you're everywhere. You got to pick I'm up jealous. the drugs. You got to have a way to ship them. You know, you got to follow me and think about it. Think about what I'm doing, man. You're hustling drugs and you didn't even include me on it? Chris, I had a friend. Uh, his name is Jim Bonfini, good buddy of mine. For years, he would just always kind of be like weird with me. He's always like, he kind of just like, he was always wondering like what I was doing, like with my travels. And one day he's like, are you a hitman? because <laughs> i was always like different places he's like you show up and he's like and then i check the news to see if any weird thing happened there and there's always some weird thing that happened when you left i'm like i swear to god i'm the furthest thing from it man he's like because uh, you just you say you're a motivational speaker and you're traveling he's like i think you're out there just killing people i'm like i swear i'm not a killer that is funny i thought you were gonna say like you know you're you're a drug dealer or something like that but you know hit came man. Up with hitman i'm like come on dude no well, you actually could look like one. If you like wore a black suit, like a mafia suit, like a pinstripe suit, and you had a little one of those hats, a little bit of facial hair, you're fucking six four, man. You're a total drink of water. I mean, shit. I, I know, but uh, like you, like okay, I've had people like meet me and like thirty years later go, I remember you. I'm no ninja. You don't want a hitman that you remember. You're gonna get caught. I got tattoos. <laughs> I'm tall. I'm loud. I'm crazy. Like not a good hitman. You got to be inconspicuous, small, and just be like, poo, and get out of there. I'm not. There that you guy. go. Yeah, just like a little fart. Speaking of little farts, we got Jock in the house. What's up, Jock, man? It's what's been a up, minute buddy? since we've seen you. How are you. He says, what's up? So, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome here to The Unfiltered Experience. As always, go to www.theunfilteredexperience.com. Join us in the Facebook community. Let us know what types of shows and what types of topics you would like us to riff on. Tonight, it's just me and Scott. There is no guest tonight. Sometimes we like to do this just so we can just sit here and have a conversation between the two of us. We talked during the week about life and about all sorts of other stuff. So tonight, we're going to be talking about confidence something that some people are lacking and missing in this world. We're going to talk about all different aspects of it. So if you have any questions, by all means, you got two amazing coaches right here at your disposal for the next 45 minutes to an hour. So let us know what's going on in your life and also engage with us. Let us know what some of your comments might be if uh, depending on the conversation of what we're talking about here. So our attempt here is to, to have you walk away from this conversation with a couple of strategies that you can implement in your life and gain your confidence and go out there and share that shit with the world to make the world a better place. That's why Scott and I are here every single week. I think we are on show number i think we're, we're approaching number 100 i believe i believe i could fly i'm not I gonna believe sing. i can touch i'm not gonna sing we are on show number uh, 87 we're on our 87th show scott and that doesn't even include friday night live that does not even include friday night live. friday night live was another i don't know i don't even know if i have friday night live this is 10 million we're at 10 million just tell them the truth we're at 10 million shows <laughs> I feel like I'm at 10 million for myself. I mean, I've been doing this shit since like 2014. I started the kick-ass radio show back then. And then I, that I did that for two and a half years. Then I've been doing Ron and scripted for two and a half years. I've been doing this with you for a year and a half, at least yeah. uh, the let's see, we've started Friday night live back in during COVID. So that was 2020. So yeah, yeah we've been going strong, ladies and gentlemen. Amen. Yeah, Amen, we brother. love doing it. We love doing it. We've got Scott Ricard in the house. He says, Hey, Christopher and Scott, what's up fellow Scott. We appreciate you being here. So just to, excuse me i've been having a problem talking all day i've actually been sitting here writing i've been writing my book all day i Good. do i have 146,000 words i did the total i have 146,000 words on my book right now a lot of book it's a lot of book a lot of words i'm loving it i'm gonna have to i'm gonna have to call it down to i was talking to somebody today they said get it to 100 120,000 dollars $100, that's what i'm gonna make um 100 to 120,000 words. That's a good size book. So yeah, I'm gonna have to call it down, but it's, it's crazy. You know, it's, and just to kind of kick off the conversation, I didn't realize I was going to lead off with this, but looking back on my journey and, and really realizing some of the shit I went through at such an early age, being 13, 14, 15 years old, um, homeless on the streets and everything, 
man, I, my confidence, you know, was, was horrible, but through trial and error, I was able to build my confidence up. Tell me about a time in your life. Like when you think back about confidence and how you built your confidence, think about one of the defining moments where your confidence was probably at an all time low, but you did something and that's what started the shift of what built your confidence. You know, the thing that killed me the most that broke my confidence was, you know, things like sports, you know, I, I do well in and you could always find a way, you know, but, you know, as kids, you know, everything was about, especially, you know, being a guy in this world, growing up in a sports environment, it was all about girls. So I remember it was this, it was the stupidest thing. And then we've all done it. I broke up with a girl and I was fine. And I'm like, I want to date other people. And then I went to college and then she broke up with me and I'm a freshman in college. I'm playing basketball, starting for the varsity team. I'm class president. I've got everything in front of me and there's this whole school for girls. But this girl who I just broke up with in the last six months, but now we're back, suddenly doesn't like me and I'm devastated. Oh, wow. I'm, I'm devastated because what I didn't realize was that the fragile nature of my ego and my confidence was built on all these masks and what you and I talk about all the time. Like, I, like why, why, why was I class president? Do you think I care about being president of college? No, it was all ego. It's like, I want to be class president. I want to play basketball. I want you to think I'm cool. And right. so everything was about thinking I'm cool. And I love basketball. So I was going to do that regardless. But I, a lot of it was, this is what I hide behind. You know, you're funny. You do all the things. And I literally can remember Chris sitting there and just being like, why, why, why? And it took me a few months to kind of understand what was going on. And, you know, people were going, dude, you just broke up with her and it was nothing. Now she breaks up with you. This is you. And I'm like, you don't understand, <laughs> you know, all this bullshit. And I think it probably took me probably a few years to really process. When I say few years, I mean, I processed that one was fine. Sure. But I, I, I really guarded myself against breakup by like, doing something like oh we'll date and we'll hook up and then i'll break up with you so i could never feel that feeling again because i was so scared of that feeling and all the things that i'm teaching everybody else right now with self-love it took me a while to process that because i was a very scared individual who didn't want disappointment and my confidence was a total front and you know people who knew me when i was younger be like oh he was cocky he could get away with anything all bullshit until probably maybe mid twenties. It was just a massive front. You know, what you see isn't what you're really getting underneath. And we know there's so many people out there like crap, like that, Chris, that, that act one way and you think, oh, they're so cool. And they're so whatever. And it's just a load of bullshit. So for anybody out there right now, when you think everyone in social media land has got it made and the world's mm -hmm. so easy and you don't feel confident, there's a bunch of masks being worn. Trust me. There's people at home going, and it's okay. Mm -hmm. It's okay. So what about you, Chris, man, every time you tell me the story about, you know, 17 cats in a car and you live in homeless and all that, every time I hear that, I think it's just insane that you go from that space to a space where, you know, you're, you're, you're trying to be confident and be this whole different person, but that little boy still lives inside of you. What, what does that look like to Chris Roach at 50 plus years old? But you know that little boy still sitting there. You're writing the book right now, reliving the moments with your mom. Mm -hmm. what, what are you doing? Like, how are you living in that space and living in confidence when you know that there's little Chris Roush going, why me? <laughs> yeah. Know? I mean, literally, I literally, I was just typing in that. That's a great question. And welcome everybody who's joining us. We got Trisha in the house. We got Scott in the house. Love you we guys. got Robert in the house. Thank you guys all for being here. Appreciate you guys spending your Friday night with us. You know, that's a great question. Literally, I'm sitting here writing this book and I'm sitting there I, and I just wrote like, why me? Why this? Why did I, what did I do to deserve this? You know, and as far as my confidence, my confidence was at an all time low throughout all those years. And I think the only way I'm like, how did I survive that? Like, I would have loved to have had a movie camera on me, but I think it was just a matter of imperfect action continuously over and over again and also having this blind faith that it was going to end soon like like when is this going to end like my mom originally told me like we're only going to be homeless for a little bit we'll get a house again you know everything's going to be fine and then it was motel after motel and back in the car and back in a motel and then in a garage and then in a van all these different things and i think you know to your point it was just it was a matter of having this blind faith that 
I was going to get through it and it was going to end tomorrow. And then ultimately when it got to the point where I knew it wasn't going to end, that's when the self-destruction started happening. And that's when the, 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 the fetus, the, the fetishism in me, I guess, really kind of took place. And it wasn't until, you know, ultimately, you know, two suicide failed attempts and then having that gun put to my head, you know, because I went and buy a carton of cigarettes from that guy. It was like, okay, I'm the real, the reality of the world set in. It was like, okay, Chris, you're only going to get out of this situation in one of three ways. You're either going to fucking wind up here in a, a cardboard box, which was highly likely. And, or you're going to wind up in the back of a cop car because I was stealing and I was doing drugs and I was transport. I didn't even realize I was transporting people who were dealing drugs in Santa Ana here in Southern California. Or I was going to have to fucking make the hard decision to leave my mom and leave that situation because that hope and that dream and that belief of it one day ending was not going to happen. I mean, we literally, I can't remember if I told you this or not. She won the lottery. Like when we were homeless, we were living in this motel in Anaheim and she won a $5,000 prize. And I was like, okay, we can get an apartment. We could do stuff. Da, da, da. We could, you know, no, no. I want a four bedroom house with a pool. I'm like, mom, that's ridiculous. We've been on the fucking streets for four years. And that was really, plus having the gun put to my head was like the, the impetus for me to sit there and say, no. And from that, I was scared to death. I had never gone out on my own. I'd never betrayed her. I always wanted her love and her significance and everything else. And I just went again, blindly. It was like, okay, I'm just going to take this first step. And then I'm going to take that next step. And then it wasn't ultimately until Bill White, uh, the father of the girl I was dating, you know, started asking me like, hey, Chris, when are you going to go back to school? Are you, have you ever considered college? And I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? I was told I was stupid my entire life. I was beaten up at school. I was beaten up on my street. I was beaten up by my mom. I had zero self-confidence, but through the belief of what he instilled in me and taking that imperfect action continuously over and over again, I still remember when I showed up at that college, I went to uh, Golden West Junior College here in uh, Southern California. I was petrified. I pulled in the parking lot and I'm like, college, they're going to kick me out of here. There's no way I'm going to even be allowed in here. And then 12 years later, I got my master's degree and it was all through that continuous action that I just had to trust that it was all going to work out for me. But yeah, it was pretty insane. I, I like it. And I, there's two words that you, know, you kind of were intersecting in there a lot. And it's the word faith and then talking about trans transitioning that to action, because I think a lot of us start with faith, whether it's faith in religion, faith in oneself, faith in something. And so we start to say, I'm going to be all right because of blank. I'm going to be all right because my mom told me so. I'm going to be all right because of Jesus. I'm going to be all right because my family always finds a way. Whatever it is, we have that faith. But that, I, I want to say this to everyone, whether you're religious, spiritual, or whatever your belief system is, faith without action is stagnancy, it's complacency, it's comfort. And so I would like to take this rest of the show and you know talk to people about, if you're somebody who's sitting there saying, I know everything's going to be okay, you're correct, but it's going to be okay because you are your own hero. And confidence is all about stop waiting for somebody else to save you because you are the savior. Now, if you believe in Jesus, if you believe in, you know, source, if you believe in creator, if you believe in whatever you believe in, let that be the impetus. Let that be the vision of where you want to go and know that's part of your, your faith and your partnership with a better future. But whether you're, Whatever your belief system is, you're in the image of. Yeah. So a creator, a God, you're in the image of. You're part of the imagination of something that's purely conscious. So what you do here is going to dictate where you go. Now, listen to that again. What you do here mm -hmm. is going to dictate where you go. I could have sat in that bed and said, why me? You know, oh, you could have sat in that car and said, I'm just destined to be homeless. Or like we could have done, we could have all done that. There's a point 100%. where we've got to translate that faith and that belief in action. And one of the things that I know you saw because you commented, commented commented on today was we've got to understand what we're up against. Mm -hmm. You're sitting living in that space, in that car, and there's probably not a lot of, Chris, you definitely can. Your whole <laughs> life is going to be fantastic. So you're hearing so much Zero. I can't. Yeah. So no matter how profoundly positive and amazing you are, 90% of our unconscious mind is dictating our day-to-day -day actions. So that means there's one Chris against nine negative Chris's battling all day, every day. Yep. So you've got, you wake up one day and go, I'm going to make a change. And then the voices start the 90% of the unconscious mind that you, you hear your mom saying, how are you going to do that, Chris? Or some kid down the street going, whatever, dude. Or that kid with a gun going, I'll shoot you. And you're like, I have no chance. So it's one against nine. What I want to talk about with everybody today is there's a lot of us have, who have come to this space 
with that 90% of the unconscious mind constantly saying, I can't in our voice. How can we switch that? There's tools, there's meditation, there's breath work, there's hypnosis. It's going into that theta space and, and reprogramming the unconscious mind. You do it. I do it. Affirmations through coaching. Chris, both of us do this in our coaching. We yep. walk people through processes that can reprogram the subconscious, unconscious mind. And I see so many people say, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. 10% of the unconscious mind, I mean, 10% of the conscious mind go, I'm going to do it. And then they go home and they go, oh, I don't know if I have the money. Oh, I don't have time. Yep. Oh, I don't. And then they go through all the things and they don't realize literally it's unconscious sabotage from days of old when the identity was formed, holding us in this space of comfort that's going to put you on your deathbed saying, why me? Why didn't I? I could have. And here's the deal. At some point, we're going to call it the bullshit. I'm yep. so gentle with it all the time. I'm always like, hey, do what you want. Do it next time. Hey, here's the deal. Do what you want. It's your life. But when you look up at somebody and say, wow, that person's so confident, I can guarantee you they reprogrammed their unconscious mind with I can instead of I can't. It's that simple if you'll take the tools. I don't give a shit if you take my tool. I don't care if you take Chris's tools. Just stop bitching when there's tools available and get ready and do it because we both want it for you. I don't care where you invest in yourself. Just invest in yourself. It's so true. It's so true. What you're saying, Scott, is actually perfect timing because I was literally having a phone call probably about 20 minutes before the show. I'm, I was on the owl app <laughs> that, you know, where they can call experts and ask questions. And there was this guy that's been hitting me up for some questions. And I set him up with a, a project to, to really set the intention for the day. And he's like, you know, what are you talking about when you say set the intention? I said, really what you're doing is you're reprogramming your brain to focus on where it is that you truly want to go. And through that conversation, I was telling him, like giving him some ideas, but then he said, he goes, he goes, well, I said, what's going on right now? He goes, well, I got this new project. And he goes, I know I'm going to sabotage it. He goes, I know I'm going to fuck it up. And he finished some other things that I said, wait a minute, sir. I won't say his name. I said, wait a minute, sir. I said, just what you just did right now will solidify the fact that you will fuck it up because you just told your subconscious mind that, hey, listen, I'm going to do this. And then your reticular activation system in your brain, where focus goes, energy flows, because you just said that, your brain will find opportunities for you to fuck it up because you just told yourself that's what's going to happen. Mm -hmm. I said, so what you need to do and how you need to flip the script is you need to change. You need to, number one, become aware when you start doing that shit. Number, number two, you have to start flipping the script on what it is that you're telling yourself and start having that more confidence and be able to say, you know what? Listen, before I would self-sabotage, but that is the old person. Amen. Now I am this person. Now I no longer will tolerate that for myself. I deserve. And I said, so talk to me about why you're self-sabotaging. And he said, he went into the imposter syndrome. He went into, you know, how many times he's already fucked things up and his worthiness. And I said, tell me more about that. Tell me what your childhood was like from zero to five. Did your parents like empower you and make you feel valued? Or were you kind of just belittled and told to shut up? And he goes, you nailed it, Chris. He goes, I had no self And he, he goes in this whole thing. And I said, okay, well, here's what we got to do. To your point, Scott, uh, Sally talks about being on autopilot she, mm -hmm. or default mode. She calls it default mode. I do she autopilot. She calls default. Yeah. Which yeah. Same thing, different shit. Yeah, exactly. So she says, you know, if you go into default mode, then you're going to say those things. And that reticular activation system is going to go seek that shit out. So you just got to become consciously aware to say, listen, no longer. Like I've been helping a lot of people lately just to be like, that was yesterday's Chris. Chris is no longer that person. Scott's no longer that person. David's no longer that person. Robert, I'm no longer that person. I'm no longer willing to accept that mediocrity. I'm no longer going to tolerate that for myself. So now I'm going to rewrite the script by being intentional of what it is that I focus on and what it is that I deserve. And he was just like, holy shit, dude, that's amazing. And I said, yeah, once you start changing the way you talk to yourself and you catch yourself and you're aware, like where there I am again, and you shift that pattern, that's amazing what it is that you can change in your life. Yeah, a hundred percent. And, and, you know, you know, Chris, you know, we've talked about this, like filling coaching groups, getting the right people in there. And literally you could have, I, I'm far from exaggerating. I have probably a hundred people right now said they're going to do the group this time. And I have nine committed and, and that's awesome. You know, cause I only want to keep 10 anyway, so I'm fine. I'm going to end up filling the group. My men's retreats already sold out for October. All my stuff sold out. So I'm fine. But how is it that I don't have a massive overflow and not, not already fill the other group? How, Actually, actually, you know what I was just thinking? 
holy shit, listen to that. Uh-huh. I listen, there's a hundred people and roughly 10%. I think I just literally answered it numerically. The people who, the people who, it's, it's literally one in 10. That, that yeah. group, that group, wow, it's actually, it's really funny. So that group literally got into the conscious mind, recognized the subconscious mind is sabotaging and said, I'm going to go in and support it to reprogram it. So it's literally like a one in 10, yeah. which is nuts because. Right here live on the air, ladies and gentlemen. Chris, you know, I've been talking to other coaches. Somebody just posted it. They were, they were posting how frustrating it is when they see somebody who comes to them for help and they literally walk them to the water and then they go, I'm thirsty, but I, I don't deserve it. Or I don't have time. Right. You know, whatever it is, it's like, the water's right there. It's like, <laughs> Jesus Christ. You just said, where's the trough? I brought you the water. And you're like, I can't do it. It's like, oh. And so one of the things that uh, I just keep getting excited about is this. I drop all the videos, which you see. I'll show you some testimonials. I'm going to share the stuff. I'm going to share the content. I'll, I'll make a comment. I'm at a point right now where I know the stuff that I'm sharing is so damn valuable. It's absolutely insane. Mm -hmm. People are going to have amazing awakening moments. Their life is going to change. I, I, come if you want. Don't if you don't. But damn, I screw the money, screw everything else. I want to watch you become more confident. I was telling my students this the other day. I said, when I start teaching, what I do is it takes me like three weeks to know your name. And I go, and here's why. When I'm asking you questions, I'm asking, I'm seeing your energy. I'm seeing like, does it come alive when I ask certain things? And when does it come alive? And I'll notice, I'll go, I, I, I register where you're at. I register where you're at. And so by the end of the semester, a certain percentage of the students will be beaming. I see their energy. I'm, it's like a halo effect. And I'm like, yeah. this is because of what we did here. And I'm like, this is why I do what I do. And I ask them, I'm like, what do you think of the class? And like, I don't know what just happened, but it's like magic. My whole life changed. And here's all it is, Chris, because you and I do the same thing. Here's a bunch of mirrors. You're beautiful. Just tell me you're beautiful. Here's the tools to make sure that you can make your way through this journey and make sure the magic occurs for you. And all we're going to do is support that. But you've got this on your own. We're not going to be crack personified like Tony Robbins, not to take anything away from him. Amazing right. human being. But I don't want to I don't want to get you so emotional that you think, oh, I helped you process that. And it's me that did it. I want yeah. to give you the tools to process that so that that self-confidence is self-confidence, not confidence directed by me because I'm some freaking superhero or you. It's I mean, I do this with you, Chris. I want you to fucking kick ass, dude. I don't give a shit if you like what I said. I don't. Mm -hmm. You can say everything I said is stupid. If you start beaming, I'm cool. Exactly. Yeah. You, like to your point, you can lead up. You can lead a man to knowledge, but you can't make him think. Okay. And I, and I think that's totally brilliant. And I think about when I think about confidence, actually, before I talk about that, I just want to say, just want to acknowledge some of our beautiful people here tonight. We got Catherine in the house. She says, hi, Chris and Scott. We got uh, Ron in the house. What's up, Ron? He goes, every choice you make changes your destiny. Believe that. That's for sure. Trisha in the house. Thank you, Trisha. She says, I love what Scott said. I am my own yeah. hero because that is how you do it. This is yeah. how we do it. Uh, Ron says here, I, Chris and Scott, my brother sharing great knowledge and conversations. You better believe it. We got Robert in the house. Um, he says, uh, he says here, I will go back to younger Robert and let him know that things will be okay. Hell yeah, brother. A hundred freaking percent. A hundred percent. Trisha says here, she goes, I am surrounded with people lately that are in relationships that lack confidence. They want to be a spouse, but they pay, but they pay spouses without the commitment after the, the after getting where I am now, I don't get it. Absolutely. Um, Scott here. Uh, let's see. So when I think about when we got Nelly in the house, she says, what's up? Uh, Robert says, this is going to happen. We got Nelly in the house saying, hey, guys, sorry, I'm so late. So when I think about confidence, I think about one of the things that rocks our confidence is we go through what we call mistakes and failures. Mm -hmm. You know, we go through that stuff and all of a sudden we self-identify like, oh, I'm a failure. Oh, I keep making the same mistake. Oh, I'll never be able to. And again, that goes back to that script goes. What are your what are your recommendations to to your clients when you're working with a client that sits there and has that script running in their brain? Like, Scott, I always fuck it up. Scott, I will never be able to to do that thing based on this fear of judgment and everything else. What are some ways that you can walk people through reframing that perspective to see that they're that that shit's happening for them and not to them? It, it, it's so simple. It's disgusting. But I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to walk through it. I'm going to give you guys some gold. Take this, write it down, own it. 
But here's the thing, okay? And I'm going to be very honest with you, and Chris and I will say the same thing. When you first get amazing information, you're going to plant the seed. So you're going to say, I get it. And you're going to be able to rehearse it, re recite it back to somebody else. Then it's going to sink in your heart. It's going to get fertilized. And you're going to start to say, oh, a little more than I get it. I, I can kind of even maybe teach it. But just because you can teach it doesn't mean you own it. Once you fully embody the information, now it's like, oh, my God, I get it. And there's a lot of stuff that Chris or I teach that we might still be in the, you know, the seed planting phase or the, the, you know, fertilization phase and haven't fully embodied it, but it's a requirement to teach it to get that embodiment. I'm going to give you something I've embodied. And once I embodied this, I watched the shift in my life and I've been pushing it a lot lately. If you, okay, have an emotion, let's say the emotion is I'm saying I am angry. Listen to what I just did. I am angry. I've just defined myself as angry. So Chris got me really upset and I didn't want to come do the show today. I'm like, Chris, I'm really angry. Well, that's it. I'm angry. I am angry. Yep. What about this? I detach from the feeling, the emotion of anger. And I say, I feel anger. As an observer, I'm going to sit and watch the interaction between Chris and I while I participate in it. And I realize Chris didn't want me to be angry. He said something that slightly upset me. My emotion was anger. As I move through that, the process will happen so much more quickly and efficiently so I don't attach to the anger. Because watch this. I am angry. So where's that anger going? Compartmentalized. I'm going to sit and be angry. I'm going to go to sleep angry. And guess what? I am angry. That's what I fucking am. Yep. And you'll find now, more reasons to, to justify it too. Or I am not enough. Yep. What if I just say... At this moment, I am feeling feelings of lack. I am feeling feelings of lack of confidence. Hmm. I'm going to observe that and say, I see that. And so what do you think is going to happen when I watch the reasons why? I'm feeling that because this situation arose, blah, blah, blah. I'm going to move through that quickly back to I am enough. I am an amazing spirit. I am perfect in spirit. Say that. I am perfect in spirit. I am perfect form. in spirit. Fuck yeah. And in human form, we make a lot of silly mistakes. And you know what? That's okay. Attaching to those mistakes and defining ourselves by them, that is the mistake. So hear that again. If you, this is the first time you're really processing this detachment, let that seed be planted. Don't beat yourself up. Have grace. Keep saying it. I will detach from emotion. I am no longer angry. I feel some anger. Sit from observer space. Let that fertilize. Once that's embodied, you're going to walk around. And when somebody makes you upset and listen to the words I'm using, because I'm actually messing with you as I say it. Nobody makes up you upset. You choose to be upset. Yes, there it is. So as somebody, which I would used to say, makes me upset, as I choose to be upset because of something that something happened, I am going to notice that, observe it, not attach it, and now I don't have those perceived negative emotions attached to me. I'm the observer of it. So my vehicle is clean. So, I mean, if, if you didn't write that down, I'm <laughs> going to ask you to rewind this and listen to it again and let that seed get planted. Because whether you realize it or not, I look back at the things that I've been taught that are gold. And that is some shit that's gold right there. I mm -hmm. promise you. And yes, first. You've watched some conversations we had this week, too, where I was trying to push people to detach. If and when they get to that space and actually detach, you will see a massive shift in them. And, and I want you guys to listen to this, too. Chris and I are talking about fellow coaches who are high-level coaches. Just because somebody's coaching you doesn't mean they fully understand. It just means that, like I said, seeds have been planted with other things. I will tell you every single time, where my process of the understanding is. I'll say, this is a seed plant. I see I need to teach it, but I'm not even there yet. This is here. I'm pretty good at it, but not a pro yet. What I'm telling you right now, I've embodied this shit. Mm -hmm. A lot of stuff, I'm still halfway there and I'll be perfectly okay to admit it. Let's be honest, transparent. Let's be confident in our less than perfection as humans while understanding our perfection in spirit. That's mm. what I want. And give yourself grace in that space. What do you think, Chris? 
That, that is so important. I mean, the whole idea of perfectionism is bullshit. bullshit. Oh. We're, we're conditioned from that age of zero to five. Like mm -hmm. if you do good and you get A's and B's, you're great. If you don't, then you suck. And so we go through our life going, oh, as long as I have your approval, then I'm good. If I don't have your approval, then I'm not good. And we assign our worthiness based on those opinions of other people. But perfectionism is bullshit. Like when is everything, when is anything going to be totally perfect? It's impossible. But what you do to get to the perfect state in some respects is you take that imperfect action and you learn as you go. Like I was just helping somebody this week and they said, Chris, I'm so tired of going through these challenges. And I said, you know what? I said, understanding that I said, when you look back on your life, and this is for all you guys watching and listening. When you look back on your life, when have you learned and grown the most? When things were super easy and you're coasting and everything was cool or when things were challenging? Of course, when they were challenging. In retrospect, you look back on those situations and go, like, as I'm writing this book, I'm like, fuck, I'm so thankful that all this shit happened. I can't believe it happened. I don't know how I got through it, but I'm thankful it happened. I'm, I'm thankful that I chose to see that it was happening for my greater good and not for my greater detriment. And when we look at that, we can sit there and identify the fact that those mistakes and those failures are stepping stones to get where we're going. But so often we get to a point where there's a failure or a mistake and we stop. And then we go back to our, our reptilian brain that says, oh, I have to stay safe. I have to stay secure. I have to stay comfortable. I don't want to get beaten, eaten by the dinosaurs and everything else. There's none of that shit going on anymore. And when I get people to realize and recognize that life, we're here for like a nanosecond. And if you're worried about what somebody is going to think of you, if you go take a chance and you go do something, you're fucking wasting your time. It's about living. It's about that imperfect action every single day, because like compound interest, as you go make those quote unquote mistakes, those are stepping stones to get to the spot where you're going to actually learn those lessons and be able to ultimately have that self-confidence to realize that, Hey, whatever comes my way, that's at a point where I'm at Scott. And I know you're the same way. I'm at that point now, whatever comes my way as fucking as tragic as it possibly can be. Will I get through it? Yes or no? Absolutely. Will I like it? No. Will it be hard? Yes. Will it suck? Yes. Will it take a couple of years? Yes. But on the other side of that, am I going to be a stronger individual? And am I going to be able to help other people and lead by example and leave a legacy that I'm proud of? Absolutely. So ultimately we have, as long as we shift that perspective and we stop worrying about when this is right and when this is right and when the da, 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 no. If there's people and situations in your life that you're tolerating that are holding you back, then you're the one that's responsible for that. And you need to look in the mirror and have a long, hard conversation with yourself to identify, I'm not going to tolerate this anymore. And I recognize that everything is happening for my greater good. And right now, whatever is happening in your life, ladies and gentlemen, it is preparing you for what is next. What is next? And if what's next is amazing and beautiful, wouldn't you want to take that next jump? And those are my thoughts. I love it. I love it. And and I, I want to, you know, add on to that it's beautiful and it's perfect. It's perfect and it's imperfection. So if if source, whatever you believe source to be is perfect. And that's what I was saying is you are perfect in spirit. If source before I came into this world, I was I was perfect. My spirit is perfect. And I return to that that perfect, that pure love perfection. Why are we here? And and, and that's what I want people to start thinking about. So why would you leave perfection? Because perfection is what? It's perfect. I don't want to say that it, it, it's boring. boring. I don't want to say <laughs> it's, I, I, there, there's monotony within it. And I don't understand it because I'm sitting in my human form. But this is my assumption. And this is nothing more than assumption. And, and you know, that can make an ass of you and me, whatever. In my perfect spirit form, I can only imagine why I would want to come here. I would want to come here to experience, to live, to feel in perfection, to have polarity duality and and be able to say i tripped and fell and i got hurt what would i do to come back so on my journey home from source to source i would want to experience and we are doing that chris is it an experience to have 17 cats in a freaking car is it an experience 18. to lose your mom 18 sorry i didn't mean to i didn't, I didn't want to downplay don't it. jip my cat don't jip my I cat i want to be jipping cats out of are you are you sure there wasn't like a, was there I, a bonus I, actually cat? as i was writing and i'm like did we actually do like a head count but i'm pretty sure we did i think we had 30 cats in the house but i think the day we were evicted we could only get 18 into the into the car and then she let the rest of them go and and, and we actually went back i never told the story we actually went back to that house for like two weeks trying to find those other fucking cats wow yeah it was insane <laughs> but i mean I, I love the idea of the massive imperfection that we've created for ourselves to have these moments that feel so low so that we can feel and, and and really think about it it's like walk through what we just said with attachment walk through watch walk through your existence you've had these moments where you could have at any point said i am nothing i am homeless i am whatever and that's why you hear people saying and i love that when people say this 
that's not a homeless person. That's someone experiencing homelessness. You know, when I first heard stuff like that, I'm like, oh, Jesus, will you stop? Does everything have to be like rephrased? And I'm like, yes, it does, because it, it really is the reality. They're not homeless people. They're people experiencing homelessness. Mm-hmm. Once they're a homeless person, you've defined them indefinitely. Yep. If I were to say that you are blank, once you are, I am, that's it. So from perfection to perfection, what picture are we going to paint? Because that's what we're doing right now. And when somebody says, I'm going to paint a picture without confidence, I'm going to paint a picture that I'm not enough. Why? You are perfect in spirit. Dial into that divinity because that divinity is going to take that art brush and make strokes of just divine perfection in this imperfect world. So it's not going to be perfect, but you're going to have hints of magic. Tap into that shit. It's waiting for you. I see it. Chris sees it. There's moments where we go, "Uh uh-huh. I get it. And then we go, what the hell just happened? (laughs) Recognize that, embrace it, dance in that space and enjoy this journey because it's not perfect, but we come from a perfect spirit that is guiding us on a very, very adventurous, magical journey. And we can build this to be something more than we ever understood if willing. Yeah. So true. And then what you're speaking about, Scott, like conjures up a picture in my mind and thinking about, cause I'm a very visual person and thinking about what holds some people back from being that confident self and realizing, I, I heard this, uh, I can't remember where I heard it from, but in thinking about why we come here and have this human existence, this human experience that every time when we come back, we actually choose to have tougher experiences oh, to yeah. further grow ourselves in our soul experience of what it is that we're going through. But I think about the people that I've coached in, in building their self-confidence. One of the things that's lacking is 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 clarity like they're lost they're, they're just going through life they're existing they're trying to they're meandering they're trying to figure things out and then ultimately they get to a point where they're either fed up sick and tired of being sick and tired or they get to the end of their journey like we know in the five regrets of the dying and they recognize wow i lived the life that everybody else wanted me to live versus living the life that i wanted to live talk to me about that clarity how do we help people find that clarity that mission that purpose to sit there and say like i did back in 2008 when i sat at that church in in the back of the church and i recognized that everybody was eulogizing this person i thought if i died tomorrow who would show up and what would they say and i recognized like 10 or 15 people show up with Miller genuine draft and jack daniels and motley crew and bon jovi records and talk about all the stupid shit that chris did and all the chicks he chased and all this other bullshit. Do I want to remember for that? For I know that gained some clarity for my life to realize the legacy that I wanted to live. But talk to us about some of the steps that you coach your clients through and, and to get that clarity and to eliminate all the other distortions that you talk so eloquently about. Chris, I, that, you know, and, and you and I have had this conversation. We've had people that we've coached together. You know, one of my favorite comments ever when we were looking at mission statements, and, and you remember, and I don't know if I should show their name because they were coached. We'll just leave it. You know, I'm talking about, I remember when he goes, clarity that was like his whole discussion he goes i just want one word clarity i'm like i'm like you know what i'm like the fact that you're saying this this early in the program feels so good to me because i'm guiding you to that and you're already saying give me more and and here's the thing we we come here if you're not asking if you're just going from first grade to second grade to third grade getting the job marrying somebody having kids and getting retired Mm -hmm. and going to the golf club and saying it was nice. Here we are on the beach in Florida. And it was a good one. If you're doing that and you're not asking what the hell am I doing here? Then you're missing something. So to mm-hmm. answer your question, Chris, how do I find clarity in what this existence, this existence is? I would ask you to consider what we just said and, and just explore the idea that you come from a perfect spirit. You come from pure consciousness, God, source, creator, define it as you will. So if you come from that perfect space, why did you come here? And I would ask you to entertain the next thought. I came here for experience. So there's going to be some duality, polarity. There's going to be something here within that. If you know that you're returning to that, because that's all that really is. All that really is, is that perfection. So I'm not saying that this is an illusion or non-reality. What I'm saying, this is an experience. It's a magical experience. So if you can sit in this space right now and say, I'm in the middle of a magical experience that I chose to be in. And within that, there's 
there's going to be challenges because I chose that. Yep. Then the clarity can start to come. And one of the first lessons that you and I have talked about that I teach in my coaching program is the listen, listening to your intuitive self, mm-hmm. AKA source creator, God, and listening by clearing the distortions and the conduit of conversation with that being. So if I'm sitting here right now trying to connect to source through meditation, prayer, or just finding God, source creator in nature, I've got to get still. I've got to get quiet. I've got to be. Mm-hmm. And the clarity will show up. But here's the piece that I don't think enough people jump into. And we've had this conversation so many times. <laughs> what about the angels all around us? Mm-hmm. What about you, Chris? You can teach me so much. What about Nelly? What about Jacques? What about Ron? What about you know all of these people? What about my wife? What about my daughter? What about your son? What about the person at Whole Foods when you're checking out? Mm-hmm. They are extensions of source. So if we came here with intention to have an experience, we're supposed to be connecting to one another. So fall in love with yourself, give yourself grace in the process and ask for answers from source and every person you connect with. Hi, how are you? How are you feeling today? Mm -hmm. How can I serve you? How can I connect with you? Dude, you're going to connect with God, universe, creator in ways that you've never understood. So you want clarity? Look deep with inside and be still and look outside and truly listen and truly be present. And I'll say this, I told you the honesty, I have more than planted the seed with that. I want to be fully embodied with that, but it's still living with my, in my heart because days I lived there so brilliantly. And then days I'm like, I just missed it. I lost clarity. And so I challenge everybody just, just get that seed planted today if you're you're not there yet, because that clarity is going to come from looking deep within and looking without, because God, universe, creator is all around us within each one of us. So tap into the divine, because there's some beautiful shit there that's going to provide clarity to you. I promise. And and we get it. We get it from each other, Chris. I see mm-hmm. an angel and you, you see an angel in me and we know it. Yep. And that's a nice thing to feel. Hundred percent. I mean, to your point, uh, honestly, Scott. I mean, when you surround yourself with people who have differing opinions and have different skill sets and different strengths, I've learned so much from you about spirituality through um, connection, vibration, frequency, all that other stuff that was really like I've shared before on the show was part of that self-help fluffy bullshit that I talk about in my tagline. I help people overcome their self-created crap without the self-help fluffy bullshit. Like sitting in, I used to tell people, go fucking sit Indian style and breathe and do whatever shit. That's going to do whatever you're going to do, but I'm going to teach you A, B, and C that's going to get you to the point uh, that you need to actually be. So thank you for that. I just want to recognize some new people that have come into the room. I want to just check out what uh, Nelly said here. She goes, that makes sense. Scott Goyette, when you live it, that's when you, uh, that's when the knowledge really happens. That's why it's up to us to intentionally practice the information. No one else can lead that person to knowledge uh, that their heart receives and practicing it themselves. Amen. Amen. Big time. We got Jock in the house, even though it says John, what's up, Jock? It was a great conversation with you today, brother. I appreciate and love you. Ron says, nice to see you. Well, I'm nice to see you. Nice to see you. Pleasant, pleasant trees, pleasant trees. I'm doing okay. Thank you for asking. Hey, <laughs> da, da, da. hey, y'all. What's hey, up? Hey, Lee's hey. in the house. Lee's up in the mountains, me. enjoying his time up there. Uh, Jock says, "Here, that's it. Hit the nail on. Hit, hit it on the nail. Uh, life is about experience, and it's experience oh, through soul's expression." Amen. Amen. Uh, Nelly says here, even though it says hooked on a man, humanity, we know who she is. Uh, we cannot grow and evolve without each other. Big time. Uh, uh, Jock says you're beautiful shit. LOL. Brilliant. I know Jock is enjoying some wings and some beers. So thank you brother for being here. Oh, wings and, sound uh, good right now. Yeah, no, that's good. good stuff. I'm going to have homemade pizza in just a little bit. So I'm, I'm, I'm ready for that. Mm-hmm. Um, but when I think about this, con- this, this, this conversation about confidence, one of the things that plugs into my brain as I used to teach it this way was the difference between arrogance and confidence. And we've seen a shit ton of that. Uh, obviously this week, everything that's going on, I can't even look at social media right now because everybody and their fucking brother is all pissed off about whatever. Um, so talk to me about that, your opinion, your belief, your differentiation of arrogance versus confidence and what the difference really is and what true confidence really is. So, you know, you know, what, Chris, you know, I, you know, it's so much fun that we do. These Don't say their name. <laughs> no, the, the, the fun part of this is, is that nobody knows what we do behind the scenes. No one knows that we just come here. And this is completely just free flow where we're just chatting like that question. It, it's so perfect right now. It's, mm-hmm. it's mind blowing because 
I used to have this. I need like it. <laughs> yeah, but did you know or did you know? Did you soul know or did you know? I did not. <laughs> <laughs> so I had this uh, phrase when I was uh, in college and it was all revolving around like sports and, and belief in oneself. And, and I had a lot of the same belief structures, but like I said, they, a lot of them were masks. I was teaching people to put on a really solid mask versus really coaching from the heart. It was, there was some truth in it and some bullshit, you know, right. just youthful ignorance. And I had a phrase I used to say, the difference between cockiness and confidence is performance and I can perform. And I backed it up, mm -hmm. but a lot of it was, was egoic, very egoic. Yeah. I want to change that today. I want to do that. I haven't thought of this. This is like live. I think the difference between arrogance and confidence is embodiment and ownership of oneself. Yep. So arrogance is very egoic. Confidence is very heartfelt and very soul felt. I know I'm going to do well because I'm going to tap into my soul and my spirit, which is what we're all from, my divine. And I'm going to bring you what I'm going to bring you from there. Not from I know, I know, I know, but from I feel, I feel, I feel, and I want to support you. So it's much deeper, much evolved. And I love the process that humanity has put me in so I could go through those ignorant childish phases that there's nothing wrong with it it's beautiful Our evolution life. and the fact that the divine constantly tapped at me to help me and support me in my growth feels really nice and i want to suggest that to everybody else that if you feel lost if you feel like hey i'm not enough or whatever the divine is knocking at your door daily saying whenever <laughs> you are ready i'm in full support of you and i'm in full support of offering you clarity are you ready to remove the distortions Chris might be a catalyst. Some of our other fellow coaches might be a catalyst. I might be a catalyst. We're not there to take ownership of we're clarity. We want to support you and provide tools so that you can get there because every step of the evolution to get back to that clarity is really, really nice and feels really, really good. And we want you to feel that. Amen. Oh. <laughs> oh, shit. We've been talking. We've been talking. I had my I had the timers uh, off the screen right now because I was looking at your face. We've already been going for 47 minutes, just you and I. Nuts. Dude, we <laughs> I, I just look at the clock and I was like, is it really fucking almost six o'clock? That's crazy. No, I, I, love your, I, love your minutes. I love your, I love your point on that, you know, totally. Because when I, I used to do the slide, that was like confidence versus arrogance. And, you know, a lot of times we start off in life having that arrogance because we're trying to puff up, a puff up our chest. We're trying to prove things to other people. We're trying to get that validation. We're trying to get that acceptance. And that again, stems from that early childhood experience. Like mom, mom, look at me, look at me. You know, we could do all things right, but as soon as we do something wrong, then we get that negative attention. So we start to say, oh, wow, when I do something wrong, I get attention. So the only way I can get attention is by doing something wrong or by going out there and doing something so extroverted that it garners attention, but it's all out of arrogance. It's not freely from the heart. And when I think about confidence, I think about to your point, and I, and I say this very esoterically now, which is kind of crazy, but you know, confidence is like genuinely from the heart. It's like a knowing like arrogance is like a thinking, like, I think I'm confident, but in that, but that confidence is like, okay, listen, that's what we're talking about here in life. Like if you have that authentic confidence that, you know, whatever's going to come your way, you're going to get through it. You're not going to enjoy it. It's going to be shitty. Everything else, like we already talked about, but I'm going to get through it. Yes or no. Yes. And is there a possibility that I can learn something from it? Absolutely. Is there an opportunity for me to go take that hero's journey and go help other people through that experience and make it worthwhile? Absolutely. I mean, to the total point. So I sit there and I think about this conversation. I think about the fact that, you know, if you're, if you guys out there are willing and ready to get real and raw with yourself and to Scott's point, like step away, you know, I learned it from Michael Singer, Michael, I think it's Michael Singer. Yeah. From, uh, the surrender experiment and the untethered soul. Like he would talk about, like, we all, we often think that everything is in our brain, like right here. Oh, I'm my thoughts. I'm this, like this, and like, all you gotta do is just like go, wow, that's an interesting perspective, you know? And like, mm -hmm. like when negative thoughts pop into your head, like, oh, that was really interesting. Let me get back to what it was I was doing. Detaching, so, the same thing we talked about earlier, detach, yeah. just watch and serve. Yeah, so I mean, to round out this conversation, which I can't even believe it's already been 47 minutes. I thought we were like a half hour. <laughs> um, um, what are some like really like good strategies that you can sit there and say, okay, if somebody's sitting there right now, they're at a low point, they're frustrated with humanity, they're frustrated with themselves, they're frustrated with their relationships, they're frustrated with themselves. What are some like strategies that they can actually start to implement to, to shift that thinking? Well, Chris, this is the stuff that costs money and you can have, no, I'm just <laughs> 
Um, <laughs> well, we talked about that it. before too. We can give all sorts of I advice. Know, I know, I know. You can't give it to ask yeah, in the world. I don't mind giving like 99% of away because I love watching the growth. Um, I, I, I would really say this, and, and I know this, do some simple math, you know, do some equations in your head and, and ask yourself like what truth could look like. If we're sitting here in an impermanent existence, we're born and we, and we leave. And, and, and so I don't think very many people that I know truly think death is pure death. Like, I don't think, you know, there's some people that say, Hey, I'm born, I die. And that's the end of it all. I think most people think that the energy, there's something energetic that, you know, lives on. And so whether it's through religious belief or spiritual belief, if that's the case, if we know that we are perfect in spirit, that we're part of consciousness, source, creator, God, something that's just magnificent that cre create this very realistic experience where we can participate and connect and, and do these magical, beautiful things, then we know we're okay. And so if you can just sit in a space where you say, and, and listen, I don't want to say what I know, or I don't know, or what I've connected to, because until you've done it, it's just fluffy. Like if someone were to say to me, Hey, Scott, I know that you're going to be okay. I'm like, will you shut the fuck? And I'm trying not mm -hmm. to be mean, but we've all sat in that space where you're like, just shut up. Yeah. You don't know, understand I'm where I'm at. Right. Yeah. I've sat where you sat. I, I've been the kid who's sad. I've, I've been in a place saying I'm, I'm a loser. I've got nothing. And, and you hold the fronts and you, you pretend you're okay. But here's the thing. If you can just sit and just say, if consciousness spawned and consciousness took a breath and within that breath, we've got seven and a half billion people plus all of the rest of existence, perspective points of consciousness, source, creator, God, I can't be wrong. I can't yeah. be wrong. And so if you know that you're perfect at source, living this experience, try to start wiping away the distortions between you and source and ask divinity, ask it from within you to empower you to find the magic because the magic is all around you. Chris is magic. I'm magic. Everyone here is magic. And once you start tapping into that magic, beautiful things are going to happen. And I actually use the word magic. I, it's not magic. It's, it's, it's alignment. You know what I mean? It's, mm -hmm. it's total alignment to source, yep. but magic sounds more fun because it sounds, you know, like I want magic. I want yeah. some magic. So I would just say that don't chase perfection here in, in our existence. Know that there's a divinity and a perfection within you and embrace the imperfection. And the clarity is going to come when you start to tap into that divinity that wants to empower you to build and create beautiful things in this existence. You are a badass. Listen, I don't, I can remember so many times I would look at the distance between me and somebody who was truly confident and I'd be like, there's no way I can get there. The only difference is the attachment. Listen to it. There's mm -hmm. no way I can get there. Well, if there's no way, Chris started off the conversation, then there's no way. What if Flip that script. the distance was, what if someone was really just sitting next to me and says, you're the same as them. There's just some age, bro. <laughs> and I was like, really? And I bought in and I go, you're right. How quickly could I have closed that gap? So here's what I would suggest. Listen to Chris, listen to me, listen to your coach, listen to the person. Stop listening to people who say I can't reprogram the heck out of that unconscious mind, whether it's through coaching with us, whether it's through hypnotism, whether it's through some free meditation, I don't care how you do it. Reprogram that unconscious mind, because once you start to validate yourself with, I can, then you can, and that's it. Henry Ford said it, baby. Henry Ford said it. If you think you can, 100%. you think you can't, you're right. And I love, I love the simplicity of that quote. Best. It's so true. The it's best. so true. It's like, really, like, that's what Bill White said to me when I was 17 years old, 18 years old, dating his daughter. He's like, Christopher, and I still remember this. We were sitting in his backyard, having a couple of drinks. I, was, I wasn't even old enough to fucking drink. And he says, Christopher, you're only limited by the parameters of your own mind. Yeah. Amen. Because yeah, I was like, oh, I can't do this. I can't do this. I can't do that. And because I started shifting my parameters and I expanded my parameters, my world expand, expanded. And then from that, I just kept taking that action every single day. And the thing I could recommend to all you guys out there is so many of us want to stay comfortable. 
Like we want comfort. We have everything delivered to us. We have every, all the different things. So we're so often comfortable. I was, I was even realizing this myself. I was like mad because there's humidity here in Southern California. I'm like, I wish there wasn't humidity. I'm like, Chris, really? That's, that's what you're going to complain about. There's humidity right now. You know, it's so amazing what it is that we focus on. will continue to grow and to manifest. And if we get intentional with the fact that we're no longer going to identify ourselves as the victim that we once were and wake up tomorrow and decide that we are going to focus and be empowered and start using that empowering language with ourselves and get around the right people and stop, stop getting around the people who constantly complain and point fingers and all that other bullshit what might be possible? Mm -hmm. What is possible? What is possible through the power of perhaps? Perhaps if I start investing in myself and getting around the right people, my things will change. Perhaps if I start uh, excusing or stop with the excuses, then maybe that things will change. It's all about that intentionality of realizing that we're all imperfect beings here having this amazing experience and that once we get comfortable being uncomfortable and knowing that we're going to be able to get out of that situation and that we're going to be able to learn and to help other people grow out of that situation and contribute to the overall well-being of the planet and leave this place better for who we are and what we did, then we have that clarity of mission. We have that experience of truly living life versus just existing in life. And then ultimately we won't end up with any regrets. Amen. I mean, and, 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 you know, we, we say the same things over and over with like the top five regrets of the the dying, but you nailed it. Yeah. Um, a couple of things I want to share with everybody before we go is first and foremost, your confidence is purely up to you. I mean, we've got this, this conduit to source waiting for us. And once you say you can, and once you start to reprogram that unconscious mind, you've got it. I also want to talk about next week, Chris, we've got Alf Markison coming on. And he's going to be talking about how to take that confidence, plug that stuff into masterminds and how to build connection. So once I'm starting to feel good about me, how do I connect with more people and start to make impact? And we've had something that we were thinking of talking about today in two weeks, Chris. Um, we've seen that the big argument on social media is it started with student, the student loans, you know, uh, forgiveness. But the big thing that everybody keeps saying is there's two types of people. There's people who say, well, I went through hell, so you have to. Mm -hmm. And there's people who say, I went through hell, so I don't want you to. And Chris and I, because you've talked about, you talked to us enough, you know that we're not going to be as black and white. Now, I posted something on that to let people chat a little bit, you know, within my page. But here's the reality. I can see both sides. I lean towards one side, but there's a lot of information in that. And so... Come join us in two weeks. Come join us next week with Alf without a question. Uh, it's going to be great. The guy's just an energetic maniac. He's amazing. He's awesome. He's awesome. And then um, come join that conversation and bring your friends. I want you guys in the comments because I want to have this conversation with both sides of the house on this because there's a lot of people who say the only way we're going to teach people is through letting them experience. I'm an experiential learner. So guess what? I can't fully argue with you. But I've also seen a lot of my students who are younger than me, and they are different learners. They're, they're younger, and I don't want to drag them through the mud. I think they're ready to just come out and lead. And here's the thing. There's different types of people. I, I need to be punched in the face to know it hurts to not go and to say something stupid to somebody again. That, that's how I learn. Right. My daughter knows don't say something stupid. She's not going to say something and get punched in the face. So... I want to figure out what's that blend and have that deep conversation about, can we support others and say, hey, we don't want everybody to be hurt like we did while simultaneously making sure there's enough friction and enough opportunity for growth within our youth so that we can sustain and build this world to be a better place. And I think we could have a very good, calm and super intelligent conversation. Bring your friends, we want to hear questions and comments and input. And we're going to post a bunch about that to make sure you guys get on that talk because, I mean, we, we've been doing it this week. We've been talking to people that I was like, I'm not talking to these people. And I'm like, all right, I'll talk to these people. But we're doing it. Yeah. We're doing it, Chris. What else you got to add, man? I'm excited. Amen. Two shows. I love this show. It's all good.
Amen, brother. My last thing is just make sure you guys go to www.theunfilteredexperience.com. Go to www.theunfilteredexperience.com. Join us in the Facebook community. Let us know what types of topics and what types of guests you would like to have here on the show. We appreciate you guys. Sometimes we get your suggestions and we appreciate that. And the last thing I would just say is uh, thank you guys all for being here. I mean, seriously, me and Scott show up here every single week because we love the fact that we share information with you guys. You guys take action on it. You come back here and you report on it with us. You're going out there and becoming better versions of yourselves. You're no longer tolerating the bullshit that you were tolerating from yourself before. You're rising to the occasion and you're going out there and making the world a better place. We appreciate you guys for doing that because that's what this is about. My son's five years old. He deserves to grow up in a world that's amazing and has all sorts of opportunities and freedoms. Um, so all of you, I depend on you guys to go out there and make this world a better place. We appreciate you guys and we will be back here next week with Alf and uh, obviously the following week um, talking about some very... Uh, uh, interesting topics. So go out there, be brilliant, take this, share this show out and let us know um, what we can do to serve you. Cause that's what we're here to do. Go out there be brilliant. Have a fantastic weekend. We love you. Shh.